Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and beautiful Thursday morning. <laughs> Think what day it was. It's pretty pitiful, isn't it? But uh, just uh, praise God. He's gave us another day. Any day above ground is a good day indeed. All right, my friends. Let's see who all is watching this morning. I got Miss Amy Oaks Turner, Tracy Little, Lois Adams, Michelle Fox Harris, the myth, the legend that is Miss Mousy. Uh, Amy says, happy anniversary. Thank you, Amy. Appreciate that. Prayers for many more blessings ahead of you. Thank you. And uh, thank you, uh, Miss Massey, for the happy anniversary. Carol Dunn, Brandy Boyd-Young. I think I know her. The name sounds familiar. And Darlene Barker, happy and blessed anniversary. Thank you so much for those very kind wishes. Much appreciated. So, at this time, my friends, let us do our Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again, with life and liberty to all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path and will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. Praise God for being able to have those pledges and the freedom to do so. And, uh, and a lot of countries would uh, wish, would kill to have the freedoms that we take for granted each and every day. That's for sure. You know, speaking of which, of course, it's time for Mad Matt's news and comment. <laughs> it is um, unbelievable. Hello, Debbie Jackson. Side. Unbelievable that here we have, we are encouraging to break our laws that we have set in place. Without laws, there is anarchy and uh, we are a, uh, a system, a nation cannot run on a anarchy you know we have to we have to have everybody has to have rules you know that's why even a ceo has to have a board of directors to answer to you have you know uh even the pastor has the congregation to answer to uh, well ultimately god to answer to but you know what i mean uh you know everybody has to have rules we have laws in this station for a reason you can't just do whatever you want to and to blatantly allow these illegal immigrants to come over here. Now, I have no problems with legal immigration. You come through the proper channels, do what you're supposed to do. I ain't got no problem with that at all. But to deliberately break the law, but what's so bad is our country is encouraging that. And the fact not only are they allowing them to break the law, they're rewarding them for it. They're giving them a free cell phone. They're taking them on by bus or plane and dropping them off in different locations. I like what DeSantis said. So next time they do that, he's going to uh, uh, hold them all up and drop them off in Delaware right there in Biden's front yard, uh, since that's what he wants so bad. It is, you know, people say, well, that's cruel and uncaring. No, what it is, see, we have to protect our borders. Because if we don't protect our borders, then we open ourselves up for attack. We open ourselves up for terrorism. And, you know, it's a protective measure. A man who does not protect his home, does not protect his family, is no better than an infidel. We have a right and responsibility as a nation to protect those within the borders of this nation. And so it is not showing cruelty. In fact, our country is one of the most benevolent countries in the world who provide relief and aid to so many poverty-stricken areas, people who are in need.
more than any other country in the world. So we are not showing cruelty, but we have to protect our own. At the same time, we can offer aid to those who are in need. So, you know, it's a sad situation. Hello, Karen Smith. Uh, it's a sad situation to, um, uh, to see how they, this current administration wants to destroy our infrastructure. See, this is a, a ploy. This, is a, this goes straight, straight into uh, the, the uh, Salinsky playbook. They want to destroy this infrastructure. If they can destroy this nation and rebuild it back up in what they want, and what they want is a socialist country. Those who are in power want to keep their power and want to stay in power. And, um, uh, you know, so they want to lord it over the, uh, the, the, the servants, if you will, the, uh, you know, the, the, the substandards, <laughs> the, uh, uh, the Serbs. Uh, that's what they want. And, uh, and our country is not set up to do that. No country who's ever, I mean, look at Venezuela, uh, who has, you know, once they were a prosperous capitalist country, and now look how poverty stricken they are once they went down the road of socialism. It does not work. It will never work work and the fact they want a one world government they want a one world currency this is all playing into the end time events but this is what they're wanting and this is what they're pushing for and that's why they want our guns because see our our forefathers were very smart and intelligent they knew what it was like for a government to try to have too much control and that's why that uh, they want to make sure that we can defend ourselves in case uh, a government got too powerful and uh, so you know that's one of their first steps they can get eliminate that then there's nothing to hold them back from truly taking over so it's so sad to see that to see what's going on in our nation uh the attack on the nuclear family uh, what's going on in in ukraine uh is it's just um, it's just the world is in chaos right now but the only thing that one way we can find a center uh, a calm in the midst of the chaos is jesus christ uh, god almighty he is the only one that can keep us centered in a world that's going in a million different directions uh you know i think that's um particularly when it, we're trying to, to wade through uh, social or cultural issues uh, just like last night when i was talking about uh, homosexuality i think that uh, the only way christians christians can have uh, a center is being christ-centered because you can have opinions about certain things but the only way to truly know what is right what is truth is keeping your uh, your eyes and ears in the word and in prayer and doing those things that uh, you know are god honoring despite what the world may say because they're going to call us hateful they're going to call us bigots they're going to call us those names but that's why we have to stay grounded in the word of god despite what uh, what the world may say with that said let's look at our verse of discussion this morning genesis 2 verses 18 through 25 then lord god said it's not good that man should be alone i will make him a helper fit for him so out of the ground the lord god formed every beast of the field and every bird of the heavens and brought them to the man to see that what he would call them all righty and as me dear old pappy always says, bless this reading, the hearing of it to our hearts. You know, uh, today marks 21 years of marriage for Brandy and I. And uh, it has been a uh, long road. Uh, I wish I could say that uh, uh, it's been a uh, world of, uh, of, of uh, how can I put it, um, uh, of uh, musicals you know when you watch a movie a musical everybody's happy you get up and just start singing and the whole community joins in singing and dancing and uh, what's that movie of madison i used to like to watch it i was at enchanted so it is called had uh, 
girl that played Lois Lane in the last Superman movie uh, in it. Uh, but anyway, they uh, are dancing and singing as she tries to find her Prince Charming, uh, you know, and uh, the guy from uh, uh, Can't Buy Me Love, uh, Patrick Dempsey, was in it. But uh, I wish I could say that, you know, that every day was just chipper and cheery and smiles and, and birds flew to our shoulders. And But that's not life. That's not reality. You know, as, as any couple, uh, we have our ups and downs. We can have our, our knockdown drag out fights and we have times we're happy and giddy and laughing. And uh, that's just the way it is. You know, when I do marital counseling, that's what I tell people. I say, hey, listen, you know, you're going to have fights. You're going to have arguments. That's part of it. You know, uh, you've got two uh, different uh perspectives trying to coexist into one household and uh you know sometimes i think we sign up for marriage not fully realizing the whole uh aspects of what we're, we're getting into you know i think as more people are uh, i think a lot of people are more in love with the idea of marriage than marriage itself and that's why you know when you put together a child's choice is some assembly required i think that deals a lot of times with marriage that there is some assembly required and the fact it takes a lifetime to assemble the pieces to try to get it right and if you're like me if you're trying to assemble anything and of course i don't have to read the directions uh you know i'm mad and i'm screaming and i'm hollering and i can't have find the pieces that i'm looking for <laughs> and so you know it is uh you know when it comes to marriage and relationships it just uh, it takes time it takes work and the only way it's going to work the only way it's going to be successful is putting jesus christ first in your lives and in your relationship without that you will fall and you will fail and uh, it kills me when I see people getting married and all of a sudden they disappear from the church. And next thing you know, they're getting divorced. And uh, it's, it's a sad situation that, uh, that the devil wants to use to pull people out of where they need to be. But see, that's God's design for marriage. You know, the, like I said, the world wants to, uh, hello, Jennifer Corby Williams, and thank you for that happy anniversary. We love you as well. But, you know, that's uh, the attack on, this, on the nuclear family as we see it today is that they, the, the world uh, wants to say that marriage uh, is relative uh, in the fact that, uh, you know, it doesn't matter if it's a man, man, girl, girl, or boy, girl, whatever. You know, it can, in fact, you can marry your goat at this point in time in history. Uh, you know, it's, it's scary. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, God's design for marriage cannot be denied. And it was between a man and a woman. And he saw that man should not be alone. And he uh, created the helpmate. And, uh, you know, God told Adam that he was going to create uh, a woman for him. And God said, uh, uh, and he asked God, he said, what's it going to cost me? An uh, arm and a leg? He said, no, just a rib. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I know I'm, I'm a sick, sick man. But nonetheless, <laughs> we, uh, the God had a specific design for marriage between men and women. And uh, uh, and that's why we have to make sure that we don't allow the world to infiltrate, in, infiltrate uh, that marriage and try to destroy it with what they think. You know, it's so sad and it's really sick. Uh, you'd be surprised the amount of people out there who, like Will Smith and Jada, have open marriages. I don't get that. I don't understand that uh, people who want to be what they classify as swingers. I don't, I don't understand that. I don't get it. Not only is that just a slap in the face to the sanctity of marriage, but uh, it's just perverse and disgusting. And why would you want your partner knowing that they're with somebody else? I just, I don't, I don't, I can't comprehend that. It just doesn't 
register, you know, at all. And uh, so, you know, it is uh, our need for companionship, you know, and I understand there's a lot of single people out there and it's tough on them and it's hard. It's hard, particularly if you're a Christian, male or female, and trying to find somebody out there who really loves the Lord and trying is super difficult to find anybody out there worthwhile anymore. It's super difficult because such liberal ideology has infiltrated the hearts and minds of so many people. And it's hard to find a good, genuine Christian person out there because God doesn't want us to be unequally yoked together. And that's one thing I've seen time and again as a pastor is I've told people this and told them, do not be unequally yoked together with, uh, you know, with people who are not Christians. And I've seen it male and female. They uh, say, are they saved? No. But I think I could change them. I think I'm getting them into church. It doesn't work that way. Every single time, every time, they will be going to church. They, they, they think because they're a sweet person that they can, they can change them. And they end up doing the opposite and pulling those people out of church. And uh, they disappear and they're out into the world. You know, that's, that's just the way it, it, it is. It's crazy. And but because people don't want to listen, so they don't want to be alone, and so therefore they fall into that, they fall right into that trap that the devil lays out for them. But we are, uh, I like this uh, little uh, excerpt here. It says, Companionship requires that marriage be an exclusive relationship. Uh, the text says, To his wife, not wives, monogamy is God's design. One man, one woman for life. Although God tolerated polygamy in the Old Testament times, it was not his original intention. God easily could have created many wives for Adam, but he did not. One man, one woman for life. That's God's design. That's the way it's supposed to be. And quite frankly, I love my wife. But I can't imagine having three or four or five of her because I would probably go hang myself. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But, uh, uh, you know, I uh, uh, or I would be on my motorcycle a lot and uh, hiding in corners. That's the only thing I know what to do. I just don't, you know. But uh, but I told her, I said, hey, we could have multiple wives. Um, we could have one for cooking, one for cleaning, and I could save her for all my loving. And she really didn't want to do that. So, you know, hey, I tried. You know, that's all I can do. So, but, uh, uh, but anyway, but another aspect we can look at in Ephesians 5, and I read this the other day. I can't remember if it was on the evening, some of the evening services I teach and preach and the morning devotions they run together and I can't remember what I've done where sometimes but anyway Ephesians 5 really lays out uh, the um, the roles of husband and wives and really what that does that mirrors what we see in scripture with God you know we see that God is the groom and the church is the bride all right so we're seeing that representation in marriage that we are seeing spiritually with God and the church but one thing we can look at in Ephesians chapter 5 particularly verse 22, and I know this is a, this is one area that a lot of women have, all oh, they go berserk over, is wives submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. And I even had guys say, she's supposed to submit to me. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. I said, let's chill here just a little bit, dude. Let's read on what this says, all right? So let's put it into context. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body and is himself its Savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, uh, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, and so that he might present the, to, might present the church to himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy without blemish. In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. 
For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it. But Jesus Christ does. But just as Jesus Christ does the church. Now that's what the point is. We see that uh, the submission. Uh, we see that from why we're talking about wives as talking spiritually. The the husband has responsibility to be head of the home spiritually. He needs to be in the Word. He needs to be in prayer. He needs to be leading by example, and he needs to have his family in church. That's what that is talking about. Otherwise, we work together as a team, all right, coexisting together, working together, all right? The, the wife is not subservient to the husband, and the husband is not to be a dictator. That's why we read on down here, whoever hated his own body, you love your wife as yourself. So when men try to pull that out of context or a woman has a feminist view and says, I'm not submitting, that you, you need to understand what this is saying is, is to work together, all right, putting Christ first in the home. So we need to make sure we understand that clearly. And that's why I tell men, particularly in counseling situations, that you bear the responsibility to be the spiritual head of that home. And you have the responsibility, and you will have to answer if you did not have your family in church and you were not leading by example spiritually. That falls on you. So don't sit there and act like some big dictator and say, well, you have to do this, you have to do that, you have to serve me. This is what they use the Bible as a weapon. And that's not how God intended it, and that's not what God meant um, when that was written. Uh, and so that's why we have to work together. And again, you know, it's tough when you have two completely world views, all right, uh, trying to work within the same home because she was raised differently and I was raised differently. And uh, even though we have... Uh, commonalities, there are still a lot of differences in our way of thinking. And so when that comes together in one home, you know, uh, you know, it's like, uh, was it a comedian said, said, uh, uh, I said, what was, how was he put it? He said, I didn't know that uh, when I got married, I was going to live with that same person every single day, <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, so you got that same person you're with every single day. And so you're, you know, there's moods involved, and uh, and so it, it just sometimes it makes it creates the perfect storm, you know. Not everybody wakes up in a good mood. Everybody has morning breath, you know, and uh, and and <laughs> everybody goes to the bathroom, you know. It's it's one of those things, and uh, so you know you're going to have times where you know you want to one person wants to do one thing, one person wants to do another. And uh, it just it just one of the, it just happens, uh, and so you got to just wait through this. Like Dad always told me, pick your battles. Now I don't always do uh, abide by that advice as best as I should. You know, there's some things worth fighting about, and there's some things you just got to let go. And it's tough because I've got a big mouth, and it's hard for me to just remain silent. Uh, because I have to remember anything I say can and will be used against me, all right? whether now or 10 years from now. Remember when you said on April 7th, 2022, that blah, 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 blah. And then I'm thinking 10 years from now, I'm thinking, what did I, when did I say that? So, you know, but, uh, uh, you know, so I have to be, I, I don't always, uh, like I've told you before, my biggest problem is, is dad time is as a kid growing up. Just shut up. And sometimes I need to remember, just shut up. And life would go a little bit easier. And uh, so uh, it's a lesson I'm trying to learn each and every day. But uh, like I said, the devil over this past year has really uh, worked overtime trying to tear me and Brandy apart. And he was almost successful. 
But, uh, you know, it's one thing God's Word says, what He has put together, let no man separate. And uh, it's been tough. It's been trying. It's been uh, a transition. Our daughter is getting ready to graduate. It's been hard on both of us. We're looking at a different chapter in our lives. And, uh, you know, used to we had that buffer. You know, we had our daughter. And now she's going to be leaving us. And uh, now we're stuck with each other. And we got to learn how to to, as empty nesters learn how to uh, get reacquainted with each other again and, and uh, but I know as long as we keep the Lord first uh, we will be successful but I do love my wife dearly and I know I've made plenty of mistakes over the past 21 years I wish I could change and do better and do over and uh, I wish I could have been a better father and son and I guess all we can do is learn from those mistakes, and uh, we can either sit and live in regret or try to learn from those mistakes and do better. And that's all I can do. You know, I can't change 21 years of stupidity that I have done, but all I can do is try to do better. And uh, hopefully I can use the rest of my life to do just that, too. Let her know that I do love her and, uh, and try to do better. And uh, so I hope if Brandy's listening, happy anniversary. And I love you more than you'll ever know. So uh, so hope everybody has a great day. So anyway, my friends, let us close in a word of prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, forgive us all of our sins. Thank you for all you do for us. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us every day as our we deal in our day-to-day lives and relationships help us lord to keep you first let us do, let you always be our guiding light let us always, let you always be our center help us to always be grounded and lord let us do what is right and holy in your eyes and lord is anyone watching or listening this morning that doesn't know you let him pray this prayer dear god forgive me of all my sins jesus i know you died on the cross for me i know you rose to the grave for me come into my heart and save me fill me with the holy spirit lord i pray that you'll be with uh, our children and spouses as they're going out and about and work and uh, school and play and keep them safe and well uh, lord as I, I pray every morning i pray that you be with tony peters and i pray that you be with ron thompson larry knight i pray that you be with miss betty to bring healing upon her and lord i pray that you be with so many lord that are needing prayer and and help during this time and lord I pray that you be with all those watching today that you'll guide them protect them and you know their hearts and minds and needs as well in jesus name i pray amen my friends, I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And just keep Jesus first, my friends. That's all I can tell you. Keep him first. Just take today and and use it the best you can to keep your eyes on the Lord. Don't worry about tomorrow. It's, it's, ba- it's, it's baby steps, all right? And uh, just take today and use it to his glory. And if God grants you another day, use it for his glory. Eventually, we'll get there. We'll cross that finish line. So remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.